What's up, Cairo Sushi? Happy Monday, man. It's getting exciting out there. We're getting ready to get to Thanksgiving. It's going to be all yumminess and food and all that good stuff that we like to, like, comatose ourselves out of. We're all kind of going a little bit crazy. Everyone's schedule is a little bit weird. And, um, you know, I got I had the luxury of meeting this beautiful chiropractic goddess in, in the flesh uh, last week in Boca at the Black Diamond Club marketing event. And, and I was like, you're awesome, Sauce. And she's like, I am. And I'm like, I need to get you on here for some of the other docs to learn about what you're doing because she's blew up really fast. And, and some of that is Black Diamond Club principles. We'll talk about that. Some of it is her own motivation and simple stuff of just asking for what you want. So I have the awesome Megan Baker. How are you doing? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. You interneted all right. You got out. She was all worried about getting on here today. I'm like, I don't be internet fine. very well. I do really. <laughs> I follow directions really well. Your directions were were solid. Give me a link. Great. Step oh, one. That was one of the things I picked up right away from from uh, collaborating with you. Is like if you're told, hey, this is the strategy. This is the mission. Uh, you run, you go. And so what is it about you that I see in other people that we struggle with when it comes to coaching or managing or strategizing with that they don't implement? What sets you apart that says, oh, shit, I'm going to go implement this stuff? Uh, survival skills, I think. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that's just how my nature has been throughout school. Um, I put myself through my undergrad. I put myself through grad school. I was working 40 hour weeks as a server going through grad school. Um, so I think just needing to get it done. There's not, you know, if I don't get it done, the bills don't get paid. My mission doesn't get accomplished. My employees don't get paid. And I think, you know, understanding that if you don't get it done, no one is going to get it done for you. So yeah. just having that responsibility, um, and, and honing in on that and making sure that you honor that for yourself, for your mission, for your profession, for all the people that depend on you to get it done. Um, just understanding that, I think, is how I how I do it. Now, that's not because um, that's not fear based. You know, there's what, what I'm hearing there is that's practicality and being responsible and owning as opposed to being afraid of not. Uh, making the money per se. Right. And so that's one of the things I think about you that shines through. You have an interesting chiropractic journey. You got into chiropractic. Uh, you were, you were, you were doing something interesting before that, that made it like, was like, holy crap. You were, tell your story about how you got into chiropractic. What was your journey? Yeah. So I started school thinking I was going to be a neurosurgeon. I went to UC Davis, studied neurobiology. I did a bachelor's and master's degrees in neuroscience. And then I was working in a hospital and I hated going to the hospital every day. And I was like, Ooh, I'm like 22. I should not hate already going to, to work every day. Like that's going to be a terrible, terrible life choices. Um, and I started working with the national epileptic foundation, um, just through a friend, she needed a lifeguard and I had lifeguarding experience. Plus I thought epilepsy was interesting. So we kind of yeah, collaborated yeah. and she brought me on and I met through this camp that they do for kids with epilepsy, I met a chiropractor and I was like, why, why does that work? Like back pain, neck pain, why would you adjust kids with epilepsy? And so he started talking to me and just the more I looked into it, the more I realized that it, you know, just like everybody, once they realize it's not just about back pain, neck pain, it's about the nervous system and, and, you know, making sure that it's supported so that we can work at our optimal level. All of that stuff really spoke to me and I was like, this is what I need to do. So I turned down four med schools 
uh, really made my dad excited about that. And, uh, <laughs> and I moved to Texas like three weeks later and started chiropractic school. Um, so that's kind of yeah. how I got started. And it's just been going ever since. And, and technique wise, we talked about this at Boca. Um, you, you went into, uh, you kind of were like, I'm, I'm interested in everything. What are you using modality wise or technique wise in your practice right now? Currently utilizing drop table, full spine, um, eventually wanting to switch over into knee, chest, upper cervical. Um, but okay. I bought a practice, so I came into this practice that was already set up this way. Um, and so we're slowly phasing things out. I'm kind of working on the long game there of, you know, I can't take a practice that's been established for 30 years and come in and be like, hi, I'm the new chiropractor. I want to try a new entire, entirely new technique that your insurance does not take. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on getting, you know, changing things over, but that's where I would like to go eventually. Now you move into the Pacific Northwest and obviously that's the home of, I mean, Nike, right? Is up in your neck of the woods too, right? I believe. Yes, I lived, yeah, but, yeah, I lived three miles from Nike when I first moved here. So yeah. now did you, so part of the title of this is obviously how to become the Adidas chiropractor, which you, none of you guys can become because Megan is, and we're going to talk about that, <laughs> but maybe someone else's chiropractor for a yeah, you can't take her job. But uh, so, I'm, you know, one of the biggest things that, I, I mean, resonated with me right away was you, the story of, not the story, but that you're actually the chiropractor for Adidas. And from a Cairo Sushi standpoint, this is huge to us because we are big, big advocates of like saying, hey, the money, the, the B2B side is what's going to help us on the B2C side. Meaning if we can get more involved with businesses, whether big or small, uh, we're going to have better traction for chiropractic overall. How the hell did you become the Adidas chiropractor? A lot of people ask me that, and I, you asked me it too, and I said this was going to be a boring interview because I just asked. Um, <laughs> so through the practice that I bought, uh, this chiropractor had been in Portland for 30 years, and I just said, hey, can you set up some lunches with people that I might that might be interested in learning about me, that might be interested in talking to me? And he was like, sure, I'll set up some lunches. So we started just meeting with people in the community that knew him, that knew his practice. Um, and one of those people was um, a director of something or other at Adidas. And we were just having lunch. And I was like, hey, do you guys have a chiropractor? Do you have any sort of like wellness? Simple question, right? Just real simple. Do you have a chiropractor? <laughs> do you have a chiropractor? And he was like, no, but actually we're starting up. Um, we just hired on an acupuncturist and a physical therapist and a massage therapist, and we're and looking for a chiropractor. Like going, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, I, so then I was like, oh, great. I know a good one. Hi. And um, <laughs> I am here. Yeah. Like, How can I help you? And um, so he – it just kind of went off from there of how they structure everything, and um, I go there once a week, and it's just kind of taken off. Yeah, so um, walk, walk me through what the structural implementation of that is. Do you go over with the acupuncturist and with the massage therapist, or do you have oh, your own? So they system? have a whole they have a whole platform that the people sign up for online. Of like, this is when the acupuncturist is here. This is when the chiropractor is here. This is when the physical therapist is here, and people will make their appointments that way. And is that um, distributed to them as like an employee perk, or yes. how how is that facility? Yeah, what is it facilitate like? They get an email when they onboard a new employee, like, this is all the cool shit you get. You get Dr. Megan, yeah. the chiropractor. Exactly. Okay. Exactly, and they, and they email them every week. Um, I think that they're changing the platform a little bit. They've been tweaking some things and asking me for like, pictures and stuff. So they're changing 
a couple of their like their wellness platform that they have online. But essentially, yeah, they send them out an email every week of Dr. Megan's here Wednesday from these hours and you can sign up and they send them a link. And and then when they actually come in, it's no different from any exam or thing that I would have in my office. So it's not like I'm just going there and be like, OK, get in the chair. It's now your turn to get whacked and cracked. So yeah. it's I, they just right. become, they just become um, part of my regular practice. And then they all They're an extension oh, of your practice. Right. That's what yeah, you look yeah. at them as. Exactly. It's an extension of my practice. And a lot of them actually will come to my practice because we have a couple of massage therapists. So they'll come over there. They'll bring their families in to my actual practice. Or if I um, suggest that they need to be coming in more than just the time that I'm there, they'll come to my other practice as well because it's just across the bridge. So it's not very far. Now, um, because I know that people are probably – here's the thing, Megan. We can help out a lot of other chiropractors that I think struggle with the functionality side of this, I think, where they go in their heads. But how is that going to look? And I think there's so many different options. But in this case, is, is Adidas paying you a contract? Are, they, are, the patient, are the practice members now – like what happens – are you paid by Adidas first and then do they – do patients pay you also? Do you submit to insurance? What is structurally happening with the patient processing there? Yeah, so Adidas doesn't pay me anything. Um, it's just a contract through them. I'm just contacted through them. No, um, no payment so, from Adidas. No, you just commit to showing up that day. Right. Yeah, I commit to showing up. They give me fifty percent off shoes. There you go. Um, Boom. But the, a good ass deal too, especially because okay. if you like Adidas, like like me and Megan and Noel Gallagher and Sean Dill from Black Tie Club, we're, we're I'm a Adidas fan. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, you yeah. know, and then if some of the patients are really appreciative, they're like, oh, here's some shoes from a shoot that we just shot. I know they're your size. I'm like, oh, great, thanks. Um, but payment-wise, it just goes through their insurance. Um, so, so they are they, literally an extension like we're talking about. So if they come yeah. into your office against the same protocol. So you're, you're, right. being, you're being fed by a huge conglomerate. And, and guys, if you heard this story, we're live with Megan Baker. Uh, she's part of the Black Diamond Club, Sean Dill. And uh, it came down to simply just asking and, 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 you know, you're, you were joking, like, this is going to be a really boring interview. No, it's not because really <laughs> it's so funny, Megan, how we have to go back to basics with, with chiropractors, because I think they get so messed up in school that they forget like how to be human. I think in a weird way, like are, are they told by so many different gurus or this or that. And it's just like, what if you just ask, like some people do the same thing with me when it comes to like, how do you get people big on your show? Like, like I go, I just email them and ask them, you know? Yeah. I mean, my, my pitch is pretty damn good, but there, there's a part of that. Um, but you, you know, that was a part of what we're going to talk about is you struggled kind of used you were telling me offline, you struggled a little bit. You had to figure out a way, not just related to Adidas, but to ask for what you want. And what does that mean to Megan? And what would that mean to another chiropractor maybe listening? Well, I think a big part of that is first knowing what you want. So you can't ask for something genuinely until you know that that is for sure what you want to ask for. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me coming out of school, I had to ask myself, like, do I want to start as an associateship? Do I want to open a practice right away? Do I want to buy a practice? Um, and so moving here, um, I had a couple different options open to me. Um, I was offered an associate position. I was offered this chance to start at this practice and potentially buy it out. Um, after mm -hmm. two years, which we did the buyout a year early. Um, so I think first figuring out what you want is is a huge thing. And then 
just finding the right people to get that done. Um, you know, with, with this chiropractor that I bought his practice from, I went in and said, Hey, I really want to buy your practice eventually, but I have no money. I'm right out of school. I have no capital. I have no access to capital. There's no way I'm going to get a business loan. I'm 28 with five degrees on the, under my belt. Like, there's no right, way. Right. Um, and so I said, so I would love to buy your practice and work really hard. And I'm really convicted in, in how I practice and, and chiropractic, you know, as, as a profession, but I have no money. And he was like, great, we'll sell or finance you. And I was like, perfect. That's what I would like. So, you Ooh. know, I think a, a little bit, you know, a little bit is chance and a little bit is luck, but also I think just knowing what you want, putting it out there in the universe, having that right mindset, um, yeah. come to you. You know, and it was the same thing with this Adidas thing. I get, I got asked by chiropractors in Portland who had been trying to do it for years. Like, why did they pick you? Your first year in practice. You're new. Why, yeah. You're new. I've asked them, like, I've asked them a lot. And I said, but, <sighs> you know, I, it wasn't, it wasn't even on my radar, really. It was just kind of, I was talking to them and they had this thing and I had this thing and we just came together. Um, but I think it was genuine, right? I think a lot of times people are like, well, why did you do that? I paid all this money to get all this coaching and follow all these gurus and do all this stuff. And, you know, I have these magic bullet marketing things. Why is it that you're being successful at it? And I think a big part of that is just being genuine. And like you said, yeah. bringing an aspect into it of just saying, Hey, this is what I have to offer. Would you like to partake in that? No. Cool. Have a good day. Yes. Great. Let's go change some lives and make some money. So, yeah, I think a lot of I think a lot of our, our, you know, your colleagues out there rest on their laurels. That's a percentage of them. Then the other ones try to either hack their way through and think that there's there's this secret like recipe sauce to stuff. But it really comes down to conviction, confidence, authenticity. And again, that goes back to being human. It's like it's amazing to me in 2007 and, and even beyond 2018 is going to be even a bigger year of authenticity as a buzzword and it's amazing okay. to me because i'm going like you know like you know people look at me and they're like dude you you don't you don't pull any punch. like i am who i am and i'm like that comes from confidence and going you know what I, I was bullied as a kid i think people like us had something happen to them eventually where we just said fuck it i'm just gonna be me uh this is who i am if you don't accept it uh so what i'm gonna go on and enjoy my life regardless and uh you know, we're going to ask for what we want and we're going to be, and we're going to provide. I think the other thing that's hidden in there is probably that confidence that you had was that you were going to deliver the goods and show up and be consistent, which I think would be a concern for someone like Adidas or a concern in your community if they're going to be consistently consistent, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you so, have to be able to back up what, what you're saying. And I could say all day long, like, yeah, I'll come be your chiropractor and it'll be good. But you know, if I showed up and didn't deliver and, and, you know, there's, they have a thousand people that they're sending, that are, they're sending to me essentially with, you know, the employees, they have about a thousand people on campus every day. So yeah. if I showed up and delivered a subpar product, if I wasn't good on what I said I would do, then, you know, I don't, I don't think you would have gone very well. Um, now the other thing about you is you're, you're smart. You're smart. I didn't mean to interrupt you. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I apologize okay. for that. No, I just was saying, you know, if I if I didn't deliver on that, I don't think that it would have been as successful. And, you know, right now yeah. there's a two-month waiting list to even get in to see me initially at Adidas. So, um, Bravo, do that. Um, you know, I, and I get that from, from the employees all the time. They're like, come more often because we 
we can't get in to see you at this point. You can, you know, we can only get in like two months later is when I can see you. I'm like, well, you can come to my other office. That's yeah, you can come um, visit me. Right, yeah. Um, so there is a different, you know, you have to deliver on that. Now, the other side of this is you're very intelligent, I think, emotionally and intellectually, which is a very hard, uh, it's, a, it's an anomaly sometimes for people. Um, so I think you're unique with that. But you also invest in yourself. Obviously, we met through Black Diamond Club. You invest in going to the workshops that Sean, Dylan, Lacey uh, put on. Um, you're now coaching with Lacey. And I want to give a shout out to Lacey for that because she's growing her coaching programs and she's phenomenal herself. They both are. Uh, what would you what would you say about someone who's maybe thinking about joining Black Diamond Club or working with Sean or Lacey? What, what are what are some uh, uh, insights that you would share with individuals maybe kind of looking back and going, I see all the buzz, but they haven't pulled the trigger yet. Yeah. And I mean, I would say that I have been where they're at. Um, you know, I was part of a couple different groups coming out of school and, um, they weren't speaking to me in a way, um, that I, that I wanted, I wasn't getting what I wanted out of them. And so I had a couple friends that, you know, they had told me to join one group and I joined it and it wasn't great. And I had to invest a bunch of money to buy some books. And then, you know, they, and they were like, oh, now, now we're going to go join this other club. We're going to go join Black Diamond Club. And I was like, y'all, you already told me I had to buy some books. Now I got to join this other club. And I got to pay $50 a month. Um, but they are people that I respect and love. And, you know, you met Dr. Alex Nunn. She's one of them. Dr. Matt Jackson, um, Dr. Eric McIntyre. They're all these people that I really respect and who I really saw. Do, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Once they, yeah. And so, you know, they're like, once, once they joined that, they kind of started to explode. And I saw changes in their mindset and in the way that they practice, especially um, the younger docs at the specific, like Alex and Matt. Um, I just kind of saw some shifts in them and I was like, Ooh, I want what they have. And so, you know, it was $50 a month. There wasn't a contract. So I was like, all right, I can pay 50 bucks a month. That's like, you know, one patient visit. So sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And as yeah. soon as I joined, I had known Sean and Lacey for a little while too. We met at Scott Garber's uh, Berkshire's event and just the way that they were talking about how they're changing the way we market to people and how the way, how we're changing, you know, how we practice. It just, it really spoke to me and I really liked community. that it wasn't, community. yeah, and it, and it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, you know, we are the smartest people. It's our way or the highway. If you don't follow this, you're going to fail because that, that mindset was not going to work for me and my, my mission. And in Portland, you can't tell someone like my way or the highway because it's not going to work. They're going to go find somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So building that community and, and learning how to leverage your strengths to get the job done and to get your mission out there and to have that why that's bigger than you. Um, talking with them about that, I was like, I, I just need to learn more from them. And so I joined Black Diamond Club two years ago now. I've been to two marketing workshops, a sales workshop and another one. Um, so, I mean, I've been to four of their workshops now and I, they, they're constantly changing. Someone asked me that at this last marketing workshop. Oh, you came to the last one. Is this one any different? Like, should I pay this money again to come to the next one? And I said, you know, the foundational things are the same, but. Focus they, areas of like different things. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Sean and Lacey are constantly growing, constantly learning from other people. And, and then they bring that back to us. So it's different. You know, the marketing workshop from last year was different from this year. Um, in, in a lot of ways. And I really gained a lot from it. And then, you know, from that, at this last marketing workshop, I said, you know, I really need to 
get some systems under control because there are things that I'm not doing great that I would like to improve on. You know, there's some systems in my in my office because I bought this office from a 30 year in practice doc. It mm -hmm. was a family practice. There weren't a lot of systems in place. I would eventually like to put someone in this practice so I can open up another one. And I can't Probably. do that right now. You know, there's not a lot of systems in the in practice. And so I knew that I needed help to do that. And um, yeah. that's when I called Lacey and said, hey, you know, I, I've seen you work with these other people. And she is the, the implementation, um, you know, specialist. She's there to help get yeah. your practices to that great place. Um, and so I just knew that I needed to work with her. And so we, uh, we signed up together. And I'm really excited to see how much more I can do and how much more I can grow. Well, let's, uh, you know, you're definitely on a mission and it's going to, and, and where you're going, I mean, there's a special group of you guys at Parker, obviously Ryan, uh, our own Ryan Bones, who's now with Cairo Sushi. There was a, that, there was a, there's a few generations of that Parker, does Parker I think I gave, that, I think I gave Ryan his first tour of Parker. I could be lying, oh, yeah? but I think, I know that I was on the executive student council when he first came in. So I think I might've given him his tour. <laughs> Anyway. They had a bunch of good. They had a good group. There's a good group of, and it seems that way. There's always like uh, even in Sean Dill's group, uh, Sean and and Anna and Barry Hobbs, and there was like there's always there are little groups that come through, and they and they and they thrive together, whether it's together or they thrive together, kind of uh, ambiguously. But I'm proud of what you're doing. You're doing some awesome stuff. If you're in an elevator next year, say in June in Las Vegas. And you have a young Logan or New York State chiropractic college student, maybe another female DC to be, and they're at Cairo Sushi Summit with you, and you have 30 seconds to tell them, uh, give them some tips of wisdom from Megan. What what would you tell them? Um, I would tell them to get strong on who they want to serve and to understand who they are. So you know, with Sean, his big thing is the the who are you and what do you stand for statements. Knowing those coming out of school is is gold. So knowing yeah. who you are, who you want to serve, what your mission is, and then just go out there and ask for it. And if people say no, then ask somebody else. <laughs> perfect. That's the perfect quote. People say no, ask somebody else. Dude, do that. You're doing big things. Keep rocking it up in the Pacific Northwest for us. All Thanks right. for coming I'll see on. You, uh, I'll see you in June. See you soon. Bye.